With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world, on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it. And tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you and to be able to tell you some ideas, strategies, and thoughts that will help you do more, be more, and achieve more. And so I'm grateful for this minute, this moment. I'm also grateful. I take a moment at the beginning of every show to talk about that minute, which is God's minute. And it was uh, written by Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. And I then take a moment to thank God, to give God glory for life and strength and health and thank God for everything. Not just the fact that this show now is uh, the number one self-help show for self-help on uh, this network or that the podcast is doing great or my books are doing good or the speaking, but thankful for life and strength and health, thankful for being able to still be in the land of the living and then thankful for family and friends. Those are the things that make it uh, priceless, as we want to say. So we are in a position now where we got some priceless activities happening. Oh, we, we got, you know, we're in D.C. So if you hear the, uh, um, the lots of political travel, so you hear some sirens all the time, even in the studio. But we're thankful for life and strength. And I'm thankful for friends. I'm thankful for the friends who have blessed me. I often say that this show is not the number one self-help show because of me. 
it's because of the people who are my friends who are in my network, who have been gracious enough to take time out of their schedule to come and join us and to share their ideas. And we've got another one today, and that is Damon John. So we're going to be on with Damon just shortly. I want to first, though, take a moment to let you know my gratitude for our sponsor. Our sponsor is Truist Financial. Truist Financial, incredible company, new bank, you know, BB&T and SunTrust were uh, well-known great banks individually, but then they came together to become a even greater, even better bank, Truist. And it's T-R-U-I-S-T. They are committed to our community. They're committed to small businesses and they're committed to your future, your finances, Truist. Dot com. Well, as I said, my guest today is someone you all know. You know him from uh, Shark Tank. You know him from FUBU. He was born in New York City in uh, Brooklyn, and he grew up in uh, Queens. And he started selling stuff at, as a you know, young kid. He's selling everything that was possible that was legal. He did legal selling. <laughs> and then he continued to sell, and, and then he participated participated in a program that allowed him to work full time and attend school and create some uh, opportunities. He was an entrepreneur at heart. After graduating high school, he started one business after another, even worked at Red Lobster, but he had a bigger dream. He had a bigger goal. And he created a company called FUBU. And we all know that company went on to great success. And from FUBU, he went on to even more entrepreneurial success. And now he has had not only success on television, but on best-selling books. And he has had success as an entrepreneur. We had the opportunity to become friends on the Get Motivated Tour. Uh, the Get Motivated Tour for many years, for y'all know, was uh, uh, Zig Ziglar, General Colin Powell, and Brian Tracy, and U.S. presidents. And then uh, Zig passed away, General Powell. He said he didn't want to travel like that anymore. So they got a new crop of uh, speakers, and that included myself, Les Brown, uh, and Damon John. And we did some events together and we had a great time and people loved him when he told his story. So I'm just honored to have him on the show today. We've had him on a couple years ago, a few years now. Uh, and uh, now we got him back and I'm grateful. He got a book uh, they sent me called Power Shift. It's a fantastic book, Transform Any Situation, Close Any Deal and Achieve Any Outcome. But we're just going to talk about business and life. How are you doing, Damon? I am great. Thank you for the amazing intro. Um, not my intro, but the intro, giving all grace to God. Um, I Amen. Think that, um, it is an absolute pleasure to be here with you, and I'm always honored to be in your presence. Man, it's a joy and a privilege and a pleasure to have, be with you. Well, I gave him the thumbnail sketch of who you are, where you came from. Fill in the blanks a little more. How did you get from this kid in uh, growing up in New York City to becoming uh, something called FUBO? Where did it come from? How did you do it? And then how did the, the next growth of entrepreneurism go? So start with the FUBO story. Well, you know, um, in the sake of time, I'll, I'll, I'll tell it. But obviously, that 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 story's uh, you know four hours long. Um, but, <laughs> right. You know, you know, being a kid, I was I was being raised. You know, I was raised by my mother and my father at an early age. Uh, I learned how to sell, or not learn how to sell. Just had to, had a had a knack to sell because I just I always saw my mother and father doing you know their day job and then coming home and doing something else as well. You know, right. Um, they always told me my day job would never make me rich. It would be my homework. Um, and, uh, you know, that was, that was just my life growing up. I, I, I acted on what I saw them doing. However, 
you know, right around uh, 10 years old, they would get a divorce and I would never see or speak to my father again. And wow. I took the responsibility of the man of the house because um, I had no other siblings and I would watch my mother work, you know, three jobs uh, to put the same amount of food on the table that she, you know, I had to work when she, uh, you know, uh, had one job with, with my, and, and she was married to my father and I didn't want to see my mother work that hard. And I realized that I, I wanted to contribute. Um, sure. so I, I would, I would do everything, you know, I would, rake leaves in the fall and shovel snow in the winter and cut grass in the summer. I was uh, an apprentice to an electrician. I would run BX cable in the, uh, in, in abandoned buildings in the Bronx. I worked at popcorn stands. I worked at churches, fried chicken. I worked everywhere. Um, then I opened up small little businesses, whether it was making bicycles for the kids off of all the bicycle parts I would find, uh, you know, over the course of a month or two months of people throwing them out or old pieces, I'd scrap them together and, and then I would have a van company that I would uh, uh, livery van service in Queens. And then I I, I came across this idea that um, of this music that I really loved. And I figured and I realized that this music came with a way to walk, talk and dress. This music was hip hop. It was emerging in obviously the 80s. Um, and I realized that the 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 people that we were buying our products from and the, and the brands that we love didn't love us. Mm. Uh, they didn't love us whether we were uh african-american whether we were inner city kids whether we were you know we loved rap music or whether they made a pair of pants and in, in size 32 and you're not supposed to be wearing the size 36 right but they didn't understand us we were wearing a size 36 maybe because we were break dancers or maybe because we love your brand so much that that we were growing and we were 15 years old and we thought that that was going to be the only pair of uh, pants that I would really have for four years. And I'm going to grow into them. You never know. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So I decided, you know, who's ever going to love and support and value their, their, their customers. So I came up with this name, FUBU, Forest Bias. And um, a lot of people would think that it was a, a name that was only made for a certain color, but I never want to be the thing that I'm fighting against. It was, right. it was a, it was a, it was a name that was for a culture that was a culture that was inclusive. And I didn't care who you were. I believe that this music that was generated from the hearts and souls of inner city African-American males, um, at the time males, everybody, obviously, because you had everybody um, in there. I believe that the entire world should know this music and, and know this culture as much as I loved it, you know? And, and um, so I didn't have any money. And what I did was I, I remember it was 1989, Good Friday, three o'clock in the afternoon. I had made a bunch of hats the night before that looked like a ski cap. And I stood in that corner at three o'clock in the afternoon and I made $800 in one hour. Wow. And wow. The lights went on. The, the lights went on. That's when I said, you said that there's something here. <laughs> I said, I said to myself, I am never working for another person for the rest of my life in that moment. Wow. In reality, in reality said, and I had to get a job at Red Lobster. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at least for the moment, I was I was feeling. You myself. was feeling really good there for the moment. I was, feeling, I was feeling great, right? It was my ability to make these hats. It was my ability to show everybody the unique selling proposition and how it had value to those hats. Those hats had a value to their life or their day or whatever the case is. And um, I'd, I'd go on and work at Red Lobster for five years as I wow. as I would run around and take couple of t-shirts I had and keep putting them in music videos and taking the t-shirts back because I only had enough money for 10, 10 food with t-shirts custom made. Um, and I did that for about two years and I'm, I'm giving the really, really uh, high level, you know, overlook of, of the story. I did that for about two years. And then 
uh, before you knew it, um, these videos were in heavy rotation and everybody thought that we were a huge clothing company when I was a waiter at Red Lobster with 10 stinky little t-shirts in my basement. <laughs> um, so now I have to move to the next step. What's the next step? Well, I didn't have any money to go and be a sales force, but I realized that everybody goes to Las Vegas for a trade show twice a year called the magic show. Right. So I take a picture of one of those rappers in one of my t-shirts and I mail it to 300 stores and say, you've seen it in the videos, the kids have been asking for it. And FUBU has just signed its first multi-million dollar deal. And we will be at the magic trade show. Now I need the money to get to Vegas. <laughs> so, uh, Mom worked for American Airlines. My friends and I, we go on buddy passes, standby. We don't go into Vegas. It's too crowded because of the trade shows. Uh, you know, and if you're on standby, you can't get there. Right. We're going, we, three going to California, three going to Denver. We take Greyhounds over to Vegas. We finally get to Vegas. Um, and now we don't have money to exhibit in the trade show. We don't have money to walk into the trade show to get a badge. Take a small hotel room. We, I think it was thirty-seven dollars. It was a special. Um, all of us sleep in the hotel room. Put our clothes up in the corner of the hotel room, and we would just all sneak into the trade show. And it was pretty easy at that time for security to spot us because there was no African Americans in the trade show at that time. So right. pretty easy to spot the six guys running around with afros talking about, "Yo, I got some fubu back in my hotel room." <laughs> and um, but out of that hotel room, we wrote three hundred thousand dollars worth of orders. Wow. And um, I'd go back home and I would get turned down by 27 banks. I didn't have financial intelligence. And my mother and I would take a, a mortgage on our home. It was fully paid off, but the home was only worth 75000 I don't know how my mother got a mortgage for 100000 Shout out to moms. Hey, and, shout out uh, to moms. In the book, you talk about mom was sharp. And, mom, uh, mom and mom still live. Mom, moms are the ultimate entrepreneurs. Moms are the ultimate sharks. Yeah. Um, especially a single mother. Yes. And, um, you know, we would... We would uh, we really earned, you know, we, we, we were out there. People were knowing who that story is 10 years. And then I'd finally get a call from Samsung's textile division to say, Hey, we we're if you're open to it, we will manufacture and distribute your clothes and give you basically what you would call uh, kind of a distribution deal. And, um, and that would be an 80, that would be a 98 or 99, 90, 98, probably. And that that's how it goes. And that was, uh, what, what was it, 20 years ago when I finally get public recognition. Wow, man, what what I love about your story is a couple of things. And, and one of those stories is in this book. And folks, again, the book is Power Shift, Transform Any Situation, Close Any Deal and Achieve Any Outcome. His publisher sent it to me and I, I said, you know, you don't have to you don't have to beat my door down. That's my guy. And I'm happy to do it. But one of the things I loved about the book, he talked about how they uh, wouldn't give him finance. All the banks turned him down, but he went to the meeting with his mother. Now they were used to somebody coming with their lawyer, with their accountant, with their with their staff or something. But he came with his mama. He said, "Mama was sharp. Mama was got my back, and it was made me feel comfortable." And we were able to to work a deal and be able to get started. And it was just by grit and grind and being street smart as well as wise enough to know that you there are things you didn't know and being willing to say, okay, I don't know what to do here, but I'm going to do the best I can with where I am at. That's like when I started my publishing company, I didn't know what I didn't know, but I started with enough uh, just willingness to fight. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back with Damon John. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back.
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And I want to welcome you all. And I want to thank each and every one of you who have made this show a popular show because you've told your friends, your family members, man, he gets the guest. And that's because God has blessed me with friends who are willing to share the information with people to encourage them. You know, someone encouraged me, someone inspired Damon, and someone helped us both to get going. So we listened to the audios. We read the books. We, we did the things. But we were from the hood. We just had to make a decision that we were going to grow. His dad was not in his life. My dad died when I was 13. And so my mom, single mom, putting my brother and I through school and my mom's a school teacher. So we understand what it's like to have to man up and do what we had to do. So we're grateful. I'm grateful. And I'm grateful for all of you. And I want to encourage everybody to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com, and make sure you sign up for our newsletter every morning, uh, Monday through Friday, we send out a one minute video just to encourage people through these challenging times. You can also hear me when you're uh, turning on your radio beyond here on this network. You can hear me on Radio One stations around the country daily, Monday through Friday with the Get Up Morning with Erica Campbell morning show uh, with my Wake Up and Win with Dr. Willie Jolly segment. And then Monday night, Happily Married Monday with the Jollies, where we talk about make love, make money, make it last. The broadcast we're taking from our marriage book on how we've been married 36 years and haven't had an argument in 33 years. What got us from stop from arguing to get to loving and how we've continued it? Make love, make money, make it last. The book and now make money, make it last. The uh, make money, make love, make money, make it last. The broadcast Monday nights nine o'clock. 
Eastern Time Facebook Live. My guest, Damon John, is well known for what he has done. I heard him, uh, uh, and he told you that story, t- t- tremendous story about how he started FUBU. But there was another piece he shared when I was listening to him. Uh, we were jumped on a, a clubhouse and, and listened to this interview he was giving or some ideas he was giving. And we were, he was talking about something I often talk about, the book, Think and Grow Rich and in goal setting. And many of you know, I've been pushing you in imploring you, prodding you to set good, powerful, empowering goals. He talked about goals and the impact the book Think and Grow Rich had on his life. And I talk about it often. Damon, uh, let's talk about that. First, let's talk about the uh, what made you uh, start to work on yourself, develop yourself. And then what? how did that book have an impact on your, your thinking? Well, you know, again, um, growing up with, uh, you know, my mother and my, my, my father, they were always constant students of life. Um, and, you know, I did not know I was dyslexic until my um, late twenties, early thirties, but I knew that I had a problem comprehending, but my mother always uh, found tricky ways to <laughs> help, help me learn. Uh, yes. you know, when, when she used to be getting ready to go to work and had to make, um, you know, meals for me for the week and know that she was going to leave me alone in the house and I would be 12 years old or 11 years old. She would say, you know, Hey Damon, you know, um, uh, you know, get stand up on this little box right here. And I need you to read me the wall street journal while I, while I, um, you know, while I wash the dishes, while I cook, because I don't have time to do both. And I can't bring the radio all the way downstairs. And what she was doing was like having me read out loud. But simultaneously, I, I was educating myself on the Wall Street Journal and uh, and things of that nature. And she was doing these things to help me expand in my mind, yeah. which would which would which would make me fascinated to have more get more interest in more things. And I'm not sure if it was her or or who was the ones who would give me those those amazing books that we all should read, whether it's uh, Think and Grow Rich or Who Moved My Cheese or, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's books, Tony Robbins. Uh, right. Of course, Les Brown and uh, everybody, Mr. Frazier and Willie Jolly, obviously, and everybody else. But I, she was a uh, person who taught me that I had to keep educating myself, that I didn't know if I was going to be able to afford to go to college or go to college. But that wasn't the only way to educate yourself through mentors. And mentors don't have to necessarily be in your life. They could be these amazing people that have put down their life's history in books and or their knowledge. But that's where I was going to find uh, the knowledge I needed. So I read Think and Go Rich. Um and I can't necessarily say that it hypnotized or it hooked me the first time, but I, I read books on average three times when I read mm. one because I'm dyslexic. I need to read it again and again and again because I didn't I don't necessarily absorb the information the, the way that I think I, I should. And when I read it the second or third time, I pick up new things and I started goal setting at the age of uh, 16 um, when reading it. And, um, you know, at that time, I didn't think anything that it said was going to ever work. And it didn't until I was 30. But the goals that I set, I envisioned I would be uh, that person by 30. And I was that person. It just be, it was very dark in between 16 to 30, because as any adolescence, I was growing and learning and making a lot of mistakes. Right. But I did become that man that I envisioned I'd be by 30 by practicing uh, goal setting. Wow. Um, I, I love that story when I heard it because it made me realize that, you know, I, for those who don't know, I was a nightclub singer who got fired, replaced by a karaoke machine. And I was in the deep depression because all I knew was to be in the music business. I was a singer and that's all I could think of. And I, and I got fired from the, the top place at 
uh, a top income generating spot in Washington. We had built into the number one night spot and I got fired. And the guy said, I, I, it's not personal. I mean, you guys are great. It's just we got to get a better ROI. And I didn't even know what ROI, return on investment. And we got to lower the cost. The band's the biggest cost. There's something else cheaper that's filling up nightclubs that's cheaper than live entertainment. And we're going to give that a shot. And I was devastated. I didn't know what else to do. But somebody gave me, bless me, with two things. A cassette tape by uh, a guy named Charlie Tremendous Jones, who said, in five years, you'll be the same person you are today, except for two things, the people you meet who inspire you and the books you read that empower you. And it gave me that cassette tape. I'd never heard a motivational tape and gave me a book called Think and Grow Rich. And that was the first book I'd ever read from cover to cover. And it changed everything. And uh, uh, things started changing. I started setting goals. And as, as Damon said, they didn't initially catch on. They didn't come quick. but I. There's a study that shows if you set the goal, even if you set the goal and put the paper away and come back 10 years or 15 years later, you'll be amazed at what you'll see that has transpired. Because once you set the goal, you're you're painting a picture in your brain that says, here's what I want. Because most people in life don't achieve, not because they don't have the capacity, because they don't know what they want. They ask most people what they want. They'll tell you what they don't want. I don't want to work here. I don't want to do that. But they can't tell you what they do want. Well, uh, Think and Grow Rich had a powerful impact. And then I was on it that uh, a few years ago, they did a tribute for Think and Grow Rich, the book, to celebrate the anniversary of the book's release and all the millionaires it had made. And I was one of the 53 thought leaders they asked to be on this uh, tribute. And one of the others was Joe Dudley. And I love Joe Dudley, who started Dudley Hair Care Products. Joe Dudley said, I've read Think and Grow Rich 300 times. The first 100 times was to get me rich. The second 100 times was to keep me rich. And the third 100 times was for insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I love that when Joe said that and it inspired me. And so I'm rereading again. And uh, I just had Bob Proctor on, on my show and Bob Proctor said he reads it every day, the same thing, thinking real rich. So let me, before we get to goal set, I'm going to give everybody a little gift. If you folks will go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift. You can download a free copy of Thinking Grow Rich, my gift to you. Uh, digital uh, copy on your phone, on your iPad. And that's that the reason I can give it to my friends and y'all are my friends. I want you to have the same kind of impact as it's had on Damon, on myself, on Joe Dudley, Les Brown, who have all said this book. It's made more millionaires than any other book other than the Bible. And so I want to encourage you to go to WJSpeaks dot com slash gift and get it and uh, think it's from me and Damon. Now, Damon, we're going to talk a little bit about goal setting. One of the things that you said was so powerful. You said setting goals with my wife is one of the most sexy and intimate things. And my wife and I both looked at each other when we were listening because we, we were just new to listening to these new platforms on these apps. And she said, he's right on. He is right on. And, and we had never heard anybody say it, even though we set goals together. Talk a little bit about that. You know, um, so so uh, elaborating a little further on something you said is the people that would be amazed by the goals that they set, even though or said and put it away. Um, and 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 so that that's a great goal. But uh, the, the subconscious mind, as you'll learn and thinking of a rich, cannot filter out what is real or or fake. So 
if you set other goals that you're going to stay in an abusive relationship or that this relationship's not working out or that you'll never make money or that's not in the cards for you or in your family ever, you just set a goal. You just set right. that goal and put it away. And you may be saying that goal way more than you would be saying the other positive goals. Absolutely. Um, so you got to be in control as for setting it with your wife or sending with your significant other. It's the fact that, you know, nothing is better than when a team sets a goal. Hmm. Because we're always, we're not always going to be the ones, uh, we, you know, in the front, you know, passing the baton, you know what I mean? We're sometimes yep. we're going to be in the back and so we need somebody to say, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and when you know, you know, a lot of times it's, it's a combination of thinking, grow rich and um, and one minute manager. A lot of times mm. people assume what the goal is that you want to to, uh, uh, you know, have at the end. But if it's not vocalized because you guys, you you people or whoever you are, have not put them together and said, hey, what do you want to accomplish this year? What do we want to accomplish in five years, 10 years and 20 years? Um, you know what you get out of that? You get love out of that. You get, yeah. you get, you get to hear when somebody, and, and, and honestly, you don't have a great relationship. You get to hear selfishness, mm. you know? Um, so most likely if you are at a point where you can say, um, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to accomplish? Well, then you love that person. You know, anytime that you have an arrangement or an agreement with somebody, somebody is giving more than the other at that at that point, somebody's asking for something to be given, whether it's you emotionally, whether it's physically, whether it's, uh, you know, um, from a, from a resources standpoint, and somebody has to take the first step, even in an argument, uh, when you're making up, somebody is being vulnerable and saying, what are we doing? Or right. how, how, how did we get to this point? Or this is not someplace that I wanted it to go. Listen, I love you. Right. Um, so when you are constantly sitting down and saying, babe, what are we doing? I mean, that is the sexiest thing you can ever do with your, with your, I love with, that. With your wife, you know, I love Cause, that because everybody just wants to be heard. And if right. you know that you're part of the goal setting process with your significant other, you feel valued. You That's feel right. like the whole reason you ever got together. Um, and it, it, it is an amazing process and, and it is, it, it is successful too. It works too. Not it, only the, right. it, it works. It works. It works. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back, folks. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. And we'll be right back after this break for station identification. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash 
Shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And I am grateful for another opportunity to be on with you. And I am grateful today that I get to talk about for a moment my sponsor. We're sponsored today by Truist, the bank that's here for better. Now, BB&T and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Let me give you one example of what that means. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They've earmarked $60 billion. That's right, $60 billion with a B to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years. So you can see that while Truist is committed to a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating meaningful uh, change for all folks who are striving to uh, do more, be more, and achieve more. I hope you'll check out Truest Foundation, Truest Financial at Truest.com. It's Truest Financial at Truest.com. Let me spell that for you. It's Truest is T-R-U-I-S-T.com. T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truest Bank is a member, FDIC, and I'm grateful for their support and the friends there who have been a blessing to me over the years. Well, my guest is Damon John, and y'all know him from uh, FUBU, from his books. Uh, his uh, television appearances have made him a superstar and he's done tremendously well and he's a really good speaker too folks let me tell you when he gets on a stage we didn't know what to expect the first time he joined us on the get motivated tour we said is this guy gonna be able to to hold his own because you know Les and I are well known for man he slaughtered them I mean people were Mm -hmm. just uh loving him because he is so down to earth. They And every time we've been together is the same. We were at a church together at uh, uh, Joel People's Church and I had done the leadership, me and John Maxwell. And then Damon came a couple uh, weeks later and I, Joel called me and I went out to hear him. He's so down to earth and he tells the truth. He tells the hurts, the pains, the ugly, the, the, the challenges. It, he's not making it sound like, oh, I got it all together. I had it all together. I, he tells the messages out of his mess in life. Life and how he grew out of it and how he, he had to fight through it. And so that's what I love. And he talked about goal setting a couple of times. And I said, that was so profound how he, uh, packaged that, how he talked about how important goals are. Uh, we we do an annual thing, Damon, uh, called the Goal Setting, Goal Achieving Class. And we started doing it uh, 25 years ago, probably. And uh, I do it in a hotel every year. Uh, and uh, people would come from the D.C. area. But last year, we decided to do it. And people said, you know what, I want to come. People had my books over in Japan or in South Africa had heard me speak in Dubai or heard me speak speaking Nigeria and said, I want you to, I want to come to your class, but I can't get there. So we decided for the first time ever to live stream it and to tape it, not knowing 
a pandemic was on the way and that was going to become this the new norm. The norm so yeah. that's right. So I want to encourage people to, to if you're interested in your goal setting in a class, you can go to wjspeaks.com slash goals. Wjspeaks.com slash goals and take advantage of the goal setting class. Damon, you've been able to just have such tremendous impact and tremendous success. And you've been able to be honest about you know the challenges you've had. You've had uh, uh Health challenges. You in, in the book. You, I mean, you've, you're very clear uh, that you were working hard. You were grinding. You were fighting. And someone recommended you go get a checkup, and you did to find out that you had been uh, stricken with a, a unique form of cancer, and yet you uh, you beat it. And you so tell us a little more about you know just getting through the challenges of life. Yeah, you know, uh, as being a constant, uh, a constant student of life, I'm always looking for ways to improve everything. And, um, you know, one of my friends said, um, with all that money, why don't you get an executive physical? And I never heard of an executive physical. I mean, I heard of regular physicals, which I get regularly. Right. Um, but I go and what an executive physical is, is for two days, they run you through all kind of machines, every detailed machine. Um, and I go and get one and they say, well, you know, they're looking at my carotid veins to see if there's any clogging there, but there's not. But they said, but if I was you, you do have a little nodule on the thyroid. Uh, you just go get that checked out. I go get it checked out. And they say, you know, listen, if you're 50 years old and, uh, you know, uh, it could be problematic. It could not. If you were 90, I would say don't remove it because you, you know, whatever. But you have, a, I hope you have a long life to live. So there's a 50% chance you may be removing a perfectly good thyroid. I said, well, you know, you're a doctor. What do you say to do? And, you know, the, you know doctors never tell you exactly. They always make a guess, you know? <laughs> I said, I said, you know what, let's just do it. And I, and I go and the one hour surgery becomes uh, three and a half hours of removing a golf ball size of stage two cancer in my body that was in my body for about five years. And it was slowly moving up to my lymph nodes. And, um, Thank God it's one of the slowest growing um, cancers and a lot of people have it or, or and don't even know it. Mm. Um, and I had to reflect on, you know, at that period of time, because what happened when they removed it, again, the doctors don't want to give you answers. They go, we have to get, have this checked out. We don't know exactly what this is. Mm. I know that that man knows what it is, obviously, because that's what they do for a living. But right. you didn't want to give no wrong diagnosis, of course, and because for obvious reasons, right? Yeah. So it's, he says two weeks is going to need to go to the lab and come back. And within those two weeks, you know, I had to reflect on, you know, my true why and what did I want in life? And I, you know, I, there was the initial response was, um, I lived a better life than many people have. And uh, I needed to start slowing down. I need to accept that death is going to come one way or another. And maybe this is where it's at because we never know where it, it is in my lymph nodes, if it is. Mm. And the fact that I have two older girls who are great humans and they are amazing people. So they were raised right. Thank God to my, uh, thank you to my ex-wife and my youngest daughter is four years old. And if daddy's gone, she probably would not remember me. And my wife is uh, a very, very beautiful and smart woman. She would obviously, I think she would find love, um, you know, at the, whenever she's ready. And my mother is still alive and I would be heartbroken to leave my mother. Yes. Um, so why don't I just accept death? And, um, but that was the selfish person in me, right? Mm. That was, that was the, that was the person who would not be there to walk my two oldest girls down the aisle, would not be there to have a, a man figure in the home to raise my youngest daughter, would not be there to take advantage of being able to have such a beautiful woman in my life, my wife. And why should any mother ever have to bury their child? Right. Um, and that was me being selfish. And when I turned around and said, 
I'm going to enjoy all these things that I have in life and value these things I have in life and started setting different goals and not the goals work like this, this easily. But mm-hmm. by the time that answer came back, I forgot I was waiting for an answer. Wow. Wow. I forgot I, 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 forgot I even been through it because I was such a good, I, and, and I, I had, you know, over the last probably five years, I've really made, um, I really found my way back to God. Yes. And I, I, I was just in such a great place that, the doctor called me and I forgot why he was calling me. I didn't get it right back to him. I thought maybe he was calling me for a prescription. He said, Oh, by the way, that thing was cancer. So I was like, What was cancer? Oh, yeah, no problem. And he was like, I, I didn't care. Right. I knew that no matter what, I was going to beat this thing. Right. And you have. So, and that's, that's wow. the good. Amen. Well, so, you know, we give God glory and, you know, God uh, will sometimes, you know, Les Brown says something I love. He said, uh, sometimes we run to God and say, God, our world is shaking apart. Our world is shaking apart only to find out it's God who's doing the shaking. Sometimes he's shaking your world up to get your attention, to give you some perspective, to reflection and to introspection, which you said you did. And in the book, you said in that time between getting the test and getting the response from the doctor, I stopped exercising more, eating better. I made a decision. I was going to fight for my life and live and things changed. And so folks, I want to give God glory that he's better and that Damon is going to be here a long time. And the fact that he was willing to you know, reconnect with God, one, and two, to thank God for all the blessings he had. We can look at life and say, hey, you know, I got a lot of problems. I got a lot of challenges. Yes, but I'm so blessed. And that's why I look at all of the things I got all sorts of every morning I wake up and say, God, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for another day. Now I got challenges. I got all sorts of stuff we're working on. Things don't go the way I planned them. Struggles are happening. But thank God I'm still here. And every time you get another shot. So I'm grateful for that. One of the things that have always intrigued me, Damon, about you is your financial literacy and how you got to it. How do you develop it? Because you didn't go to you didn't go to you don't have an MBA. OK, no. you, didn't, you didn't go to Wharton Business School, uh, no. but you become a great entrepreneur and businessman and learning how did you learn how to even evaluate? How did you learn the things that you, you needed to know to be able to grow a business, to run a business and not lose everything? What, what was the self-learning that, and what was the process? The process was um, that I, I made so many mistakes coming up because even though my mother is brilliant, we are not taught financial intelligence as people. Forget people, first right. of all. Right. But as people of color, we traditionally have not come from legacy wealth and and families and grandparents and great grandparents who can teach us financial intelligence and teach us of the market and teach us about the depreciation the the depreciating asset we call money. Yeah. And so we pick up things here and there. And unless you go to school for it or go and train yourself and read a book and know that you need to, you don't have financial intelligence. And often we just don't believe that the difference we will make having a thirty thousand dollar job or a forty thousand dollar job really needs financial intelligence because we're so busy just trying to make ends meet and trying to get by. Right. So it was after I, um, I closed FUBU down three times from 89 to 92 because I ran out of capital. Um, but I ran out of $500. I ran out of thousand dollars for me to get back. When I mortgaged the house, I almost lost the house, um, because I ran out of capital. Why? I was paying 90 days ahead of time for raw goods. I was paying for a staff and utilities and my accounts receivables. They weren't paying me for 30, 60, 90 days. I was being, I was being choked by what they call the float. And I gotta be honest, I ran through $10 million when I first made money, but I didn't run through it. Um, 
uh, knowingly. I didn't know how money worked. Um, and I looked at it and thank God it was, I was not a ball player where you make, uh, you, you make most of your money in, in the, in your early twenties. I was somebody who had another bite of the apple and I would not make the $10 million, the big chunks of change, uh, you know, at that time afterwards, I would make some, but what I did was I turned after I made $10 million and made a mistake, I would turn $2 million into 20, right. 20 into a larger amount. And it was when I started to talk to and use my my teachers ended up becoming my accountants, my attorneys and various other things. And because when you have money, you know, often you have this ego and you just say, well, handle my books. But if you don't ask the person what's going on and learning from them, they assume you already know what's going on. Right. In school, they don't teach us financial intelligence. And I always say that the way they teach shop in school, they should be teaching financial intelligence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hundred percent, but I'll tell you why they don't teach us financial intelligence. Because then they want you at eighteen years old to have access to three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars worth of school loans that you won't pay off until you're fifty. But as of where we're going today, and I always say this, fifty percent of the kids that are graduating college today will retire with a job title that doesn't actually exist today. So that means you're borrowing three hundred thousand dollars for fifty percent of an education you don't necessarily know that you'll need. If you'd have told somebody, you know. Uh, 20 years ago that you were going to be a social media expert, a click funnel expert, or a drone operator, they would have said, what is that? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. You know? right. Right. So, right. So you, you got to have financial intelligence. And our teachers in school, we don't learn what to do with taxes. We don't learn about any of this stuff. And when I blew through the $10 million, it wasn't that I went and bought lavish cards. You know, when I got $10 million, four of that went to Uncle Sam. So now you got That's six. That's right. Right? That's right. Then you, yeah. Then you borrowed on all your credit cards. And you, even if you get yourself a decent new car after that, man, you're still out of uh, after your credit cards and you pay off all your debt. You probably have probably about three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars in. Now you got to get a house, but you buy the house, but you realize now you got to furnish it. And you don't realize about taxes, land taxes on that. Uh, hold so that, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back. Damon John, this is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. You can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call and call me. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. 
And so I went and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. We're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show with my special guest, Damon John. We were talking about financial intelligence, and I'm going to want him to, in, uh, to, in, uh, to conclude with that and go back to that. But before we do, he goes to that. Damon, you know, you've got some coaching programs. You've got some uh, resources that people can use to help them be entrepreneurs, to help them be business people. And some of them are just fantastic, uh, what I've seen. And I know that you are nothing but a class act. So you, everything you have put out is, uh, is first class. Where can people get access to you and the resources that you have? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that. You can go to www.damonjohn.com, which is my name is spelled Damon like Raymond with a D. Um, my, my, my courses. And no uh, S on John, right? Correct. No S on John. My, uh, my courses you can find on, they're called Damon on Demand. You can find mm. it at damonondemand.com, damonjohn.com. And of course, you can follow me on social media. I am the shark Damon and I am on all platforms. Um, there you have it. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. And if you if you really want to find me, uh, check me out Friday nights at eight o'clock. I'm sitting next to a really mean little guy named Mr. Wonderful on a show <laughs> called Shark Tank on ABC. <laughs> man, that's awesome, man. And we we love what you do. And I always love how you are able to really think through the process. Some of these folks you are uh, dealing with have been to, uh, you know, business school or but most of them are entrepreneurs. Most of them are entrepreneurs who have done what you've done. Grind it out learn and be willing to take the bumps, but keep learning. And that's one of the things about financial literacy that you have uh, shown people. Tell us no more about that. Uh, 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 well, before we go to, back to that, I want to ask you this question. I ask everybody, I want to make sure I get it in. Um, if you were in a class, we went to visit a class, you were in DC and I took you down to Howard University and we went to a business class and there were business students there who are entrepreneur wannabes, uh, business people wannabes, and they want to be uh, like you. What are the you got us? You got to do this, man or lady. You got to do this. What are some you got us? 
Uh, you got to understand your why. What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for society, for yourself, uh, you know, for people on social media that you probably hate, but you want to do it for them? Did your parents tell you to do this or do you understand your why? You're the only person that has the operation manual to yourself mm. and, you, and you don't want to be anybody else because everybody else is taken. I love uh, it. Number two, are you conscious to the goals you're setting? Because once you just, once you understand the why, then you understand the goals. You know, you you set goals and everything else. You want to go to the store today? Are you going to walk? You're going to drive? You need the keys to the car? How much money you need? You're going to pay credit card? You're going to pay Apple Pay? You know, you're picking up bread? Whatever the case is, you got to set those goals. Once you know the why, mm. you got to set those goals. And then number three, you must you must have um, mentors in some form, a, a mentorship of education, whether it is personally one on one with a mentor, if it is is uh, listening to Dr. Willie Jolly. So you understand that you keep putting good, 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 good inside of you. You're going to keep get good, good, good out of you reading books, uh, whatever the case is, you have to have mentors. You have to learn something brand new every single day. Wow. I love that. Those are three powerful you got us, folks. And I want you to make sure you do those things. Get your why, set your goals and get mentors. Two ways to any goal. Mentors and mistakes. They both will get you there. One just get you there with less headaches, heartaches and not <laughs> not subside your head. And that's in marriage and in life. Am I right about it? That is true. We, we had to get some marriage mentors. My wife and I were newly married and we were arguing. And, and one night we almost broke up, broke up of a major argument. And you wouldn't believe it over China. Chinese food. I mean, it was just a terrible argument, but we got some mentors who told us, Hey, here's how to stop arguing and getting to be on the same page. And so you can live and enjoy marriage together. That was 33 years ago. We haven't had an argument in 33 years. And that, uh, that mentorship made a powerful impact. In fact, uh, many people are struggling with their marriage or relationship. If you go to jollymarriage.com, Jolly marriage.com. Just get a free chapter from the marriage book at jollymarriage.com and it will help you. Well, I want to ask you, Damon, uh, you now uh, have created not only the Shark Tank success story, the book success story, but you've got, uh, uh, you know, you got now helping uh, create the businesses that you have cons- uh, have your own business besides that. Tell us a little more about the some of the principles that you talk about in the new book. And by the way, by the way folks, you got a new book called Power Shift. Uh, Damon John, have Power Shift and Transform Any Situation, Close Any Deal and Achieve Any Outcome. Tell us about a few of the principles in here. A couple of them just jumped out at me, but uh, one of them specifically was the power shift. I had to dog it that power shift by its definition. Okay, then. So what is a power shift? Taking control and creating moments of true change to allow you to live a happier, more fulfilled life. What are some of the power shift lessons that you write about in this book? Yeah, so I wrote that book, uh, you know, two years ago. It takes a while to come out, and then it comes out the month that COVID hits, and it couldn't, <laughs> be, more, it couldn't be more needed, you know, yes. of course, at that time. Um, why did I create it? I have four other books that I feel are, are very informative, but when people came to me and they've asked for guidance, uh, you know, a lot of them have said, uh, I read all your other books, but I just don't have the power to do so, or somebody mm. took the power away, or somebody needs to give me the power, and I realized nobody's going to give you power in your life. It has to start with you, and you have to feel like like you deserve it, you earn it, and then you have to go out and get it. And I realize that there's three different uh, there's three different things that people need to understand when it comes to negotiating for power in your life. Um, and we spoil you on Shark Tank. Shark Tank is you come on in eight minutes, you either got a deal or not. It's very transactional. But it really starts with building influence, building influence with yourself, building influence online, building influence with the people around you. That's the first step before you ever negotiate. Mm. Then when you negotiate, 
You negotiate what's in the best interest for the other party on the other side of the table. And after that, because usually when you go negotiate, there's usually not a transaction the first time you negotiate. Usually that's a dating process. And after right. that, it's how do you value and cherish the relationship? So whether you have closed the deal with that person or they are going to recommend you to somebody else about how your interaction was, you need to nurture these relationships because those are the relationships that pay the best dividends. Mm. Look at me and you, uh, you know, you and I, Dr. Willie Jolly, we've met a couple of times, but the first time that we met, um, the influence was there on both of our sides because we had either seen somebody or we, we went out into the audience and checked each other out speaking. Right. And then after that, we found ways that we can finally work together and we are valuing our relationship now as I'm, as I'm learning from you. Um, and hopefully your audience is taking away one or two nuggets from us collectively. Yes. Um, and this, this relationship I think is going to go on forever as long as you and I both exist on the planet. Amen. And people need to understand how to do that um, in their personal lives. And you talk about relationships and how powerful it is and how important it is in your success journey. And I, I thought that was a powerful part of this uh, um, piece as well. And the fact that now you're, you're also conscious of how important it is to prioritize, put things in order and put things, uh, you know, as I tell people, God first in my life, my family second, and my friends next, and then business after that. And then I keep them in priority. And they say, well, you know, how do you do it? I just stay on that. God, wife and family, friends who are dear, and then business because one day um you know all you're gonna have is that that th those things that are gonna make the difference and they are the most important I, all the way i like to talk about it like this you're juggling a lot of balls you're juggling a lot of balls in life and they're all important but the only one that's not rubber is your family that's glass. So you got to keep your eyes special on that one. Because if you drop that one, that can crash and break into pieces. So, uh, Damon, you have been so successful. Closing thoughts. Any closing thoughts? I want people to go to DamonJohn.com or DamonOnDemand.com and get his resources. Damon, any closing thoughts? You know, uh, I'm wishing everybody safe, uh, they're safe and they're healthy. And the reality is don't put your head in the sand. You know, uh, you going to, we're going to blame everything on the pandemic today. What is it going to be tomorrow? Because what was it yesterday? Was it planes crashing into buildings? Was it mm. recessions? Was it dot-com bubble crashes, world wars, presidents being assassinated? What happened in the past? Do you think that this is not going to happen in the future in some way or another? And the only way that you're going to be able to be protected or insulated against this is take an inventory today about your time on hand, your education who's in your Rolodex, why are you not taking action, the things that you are doing, and you will be better, better prepared for whatever is going to happen. And it is going to happen. It's going to happen. You're absolutely right. For study show, life shows, I've, I've been around this planet long enough that every decade there's going to be a crisis. So you got to prepare and prepare now for the next one. Some people say, well, you know, I wasn't prepared for this one. Well, okay, that's okay. Did you learn something? I learned from 9-11 that, that the speaking business went away. So I learned some things in 9-11 that would prepare me for the economic bubble burst in 2008, 2009. But then this is a whole new thing. So I've learned some things now that will prepare me for the next one. I want to encourage people to do that. Uh, Damon, I want to, people to go to DamonJohn.com, correct? Correct. And DamonOnDemand.com as well? Yeah, you can find that through DamonJohn.com. Everything you can find through DamonJohn.com. Okay. Um, every single thing, ways to email me, ways to get advice, where I'm at, where I'm speaking. All that good stuff is on DamonJohn.com. 
Man, I love it. Hold on for a second. Folks, I want to thank Damon John for coming. I want to again call you all to go to get the book, uh, any of his books, uh, Rise and Grind. I mean, just all of his books are outstanding books. They're just outstanding. He's an outstanding guy. That's what he is. He's an outstanding guy. Good man. That's what I tell most people. He's a good man. And people say, you know, Damon, yeah, he's a good man. And that's the bottom line is we want to be, when all is said and done, you want to be a good man. And he is. I want to thank him for his uh, friendship and for being on. I want to thank all of you for making this show such a popular show. Tell Lottie Dottie and everybody to tune in every week on this show and then listen to the podcast on iHeart, C-Suite, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Tell people to listen to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways. Listen to me every morning, Monday through Friday on Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell at 820 Eastern, 720 Central, and go to winwithwillie.com, winwithwillie.com. Sign up for my newsletter so we can send you a free video one minute every morning, Monday through Friday, to help encourage you to get through these tough times. And on Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., the Jolly Good News Report on the Jolly Good News Facebook page where I do a half hour of good news in a time of bad news, sad news, and depressing news. We need some good news. And I'm giving you some good news that Proverbs says that good news is good for your spirit. It puts starch in your soul. And last but not least, I want to thank Truist Financial, Truist Financial, for being our sponsor, for their consistent and continuous help to people and communities. They want you to do better, be better, have more, and achieve more. Go to truest.com, truest.com, Truist Financial, FDIC. You'll be glad you did. They're a member of FDIC. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. Have a great week on purpose. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire 
willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.